Nerds and losers, it is now time for your weekly podcast from the Naked Man. First, sitting to my left, he currently resides from Taipei and still insists Sucker Punch is a good movie. It's Ben! Sitting to my right, in between viewings of Blade, he occasionally goes out. It's Nathan! Try not to swear so fucking much this week. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Naked Men podcast. Podcast! Ben, you're so close to me, I can feel you in my teeth. It's, uh, it was, if we were to meet up, it would take less than a day. That's we're true. still doing this with Skype, because so one day we'll do it in person. One day, one day. Ben uh, came all the way to the UK, which is amazing, um, and didn't bring his podcasting equipment. Oh, and I only have one bit of podcast. Oh, I've got two. I've got this laptop that we're doing it on, and I've got my headphones. That is, that's my podcast equipment. So I took, I took 50% of it. Oh, that's right. 50% is better than no percent. Mm. And it's, you see, you bought the more useful half. It could be worse. True. Be really down if I just bought my headphones for no reason. That'd be quite funny, actually. That'd be pretty oh, cool. Speaking to him, Nathan, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Things I know, I get Wi-Fi. What are you? What do you miss the most about Taipei, and what do you miss the least? Um, I should probably say my girlfriend, but I don't. It's only been like, wait, how long has it been? It's been like a week. It's fine. Uh, I talked to her today, actually, so that's right. Um, I miss. I miss. Ooh. I miss 7-Elevens. They're pretty good. I miss the noise of the sea because it's so freaking quiet here. Uh, I miss seeing hot Asian people everywhere. Uh, what, do, what do I don't miss? I don't miss... I don't miss... Oh, the heat. I don't miss sweating when I get out of the shower. A second after I get out of the shower because it's so freaking humid. Oh, that's all right. I mean, we are in the middle of, uh, of a heat wave, kind of. Um, although yeah. there are like weather warnings here in uh, in wales for next week with like extreme yeah. heat they're worried that like some of the old people might die um which uh, swings and roundabouts really yeah uh, that's how we come to anyway yeah might as well go out screaming yeah as why not go out on fire on fire <laughs> i'm sure it'll rain soon anyway yeah it i mean it's, when they say weather warnings what what's the temperature going to be it's going to be like 29 oh no like people in Saudi Arabia who always deal with 40 degree weather on the regulars. Yeah, but they're acclimatized to it. Mm. Yeah, like, you, know, you can't just go to the Arctic and just like flamethrower the ice and be like, deal with it. <laughs> the ice isn't used to it, man. Maybe. Maybe you're right. But maybe that, that'll be a great game show. Well, how quickly can you melt the poles? To throw people in, throw people from Africa into the into like Antarctica. And throw people from like Greenland into Cape Town. If you'd stand still for like 15 minutes in either the middle of the Arctic or the middle of the Sahara Desert, which would you pick? Middle of the Sahara Desert, I think. Yeah, same. I yeah. Mean, although I think, uh, which one are you more likely to die in? Actually, probably the Arctic. Yeah, I just hate being cold. Like I, I, I my nips getting cold. I, I uh, get some frostbite in your fingers and shit. Do you think you could survive 15 minutes to sit still in like minus 20? Or do you think you would be dead anyway? No, I reckon you'd, you'd be 
uh, pretty fucked up for like a day. I reckon you, you'd be all right. You could walk, but it would be kind of hard. And your body, you just like, you might have like scar your body for the rest of its life. So nothing bad then. Oh, right. Wow. Get over it. Perfect things you can deal with. Um, but yeah, everyone, Naked Men podcast. That was the first that was weather update from us. There's a lot of news. It's been a couple of weeks. Uh, ben, bring us your first news item. What have you got? Well, we we met for the first time in four years. For first time, we actually touched each other's skin. And since before we started the podcast. Big news. You can see that picture on uh, on the Rogue Opinions Twitter at Rogue underscore Opinion. Nice. Didn't know that. <laughs> just use your likeness i didn't make you sign a uh, release clause or something whatever it is so I do apologize uh how review it how was it how how was seeing me it was pretty good like um it was like to talk about climatizers it was like 25 like a seven out of ten yeah. yeah it was like 25 degrees so there i was in my my flowery shirt and some shorts mm. ben rocks up in like a turtleneck jumper and some chinos <laughs> it was a jumper but it wasn't But i know it was it was pretty good we had a fun we had a fun time uh yeah. we went to one of our mutual friends house houses that was cool um his like wife's cousin was there he didn't speak english yeah uh, so that was interesting um ben is a hardcore brexiteer was pretty offended oh i was so that who are these bloody immigrants near me? Who are these other people from other countries? Fucking love Boris. That was pretty good. Uh, what did we do? We played board games. I sucked at both board games we played. Um, yeah, that same. That was pretty bad. Yeah, we're, we're both crap at those games. Yeah. I figured out I lost £40,000 on it. And I... <laughs> Fuck, I forgot that. <laughs> <laughs> so ben, uh, ben decided to... Ben did what he always does. If, if people don't know one thing about Ben, it's that um, if you are to hook up with him, he will bring you literature. Yeah, that's um, true. Yeah. So he decided to give a first edition print of Harry Potter to just some babe. <laughs> <laughs> some girl called like Carolina, I'm pretty sure. Um, uh, this was a while ago. This was maybe like six months ago um, and Christmas time before I started dating my girlfriend. Obviously, and um, yeah, she it was just a girl from Tinder, and like we were talking, talking about books or something, and I was and she, we were big, both big readers, and she forgot the book she was gonna bring me, and I was like, oh, here's Harry Potter. Like I totally thought there was gonna be a second date, but she was like, oh no, I decided to be um, decided to be exclusive with this dude. And I was like, it's been like a week. We had something like a week ago, and it was like, yeah, and now I'm like, ah. Oh. Just take books <laughs> You got hustled. Yeah. You got hustled. It's like Ocean's 14. You were, you were the library. She's building, all, she's building a library of everyone who hates trans people. Jesus. Who hates trans people? J.K. Rowling. Oh, shit. Oh, I forgot about that. I thought you were talking about yourself. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> that did make it sound like myself. I've got nothing but love for trans. I thought you meant all the, um, the guys she hooks up with. One of the caveats is they must really hate trans people. No, one of the caveats is they must be a book, book from someone who hates trans people. Oh, fuck you, Jack. What does the JK even stand for? Giant cunt. For her and JK Simmons. Because he, yeah. def- he definitely stands for really cool guy with a silent That's JK. Mm. <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, I'm say JK. Review- is that what I mean? Just kidding. Yeah, I think so. Just kidding. Uh, I, thought, I, thought, I thought they meant joking. But... JK. JK. Um, but yeah, the meetup. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it was good. It, it was it was good. We had a fun time. We went to the pub. We saw a pub dog. 
Uh, we drank okay. all day and all night until like four in the morning. Did. Uh, you Talk guys snuck feelings. into my hotel room, so I'm sorry yeah. if the Brentwood guest house employees are listening. Super kind of loud, yeah. Yeah, uh, we're kind of loud. Be... It, was, it, was, it was a classic, classic good British lads time. Um, I'm not sure if it was, because British lads on a Saturday night would have been like out, getting rowdy, like screaming at people. That's true. We don't really scream at each other. We don't really scream at strangers. No, because we're both too socially awkward to scream at strangers. Yeah. So I probably would scream. If, if a stranger screamed at you, I would scream at them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of wish a stranger would scream at me so I can scream at them and, and won't feel rude. Next weekend, because we are meeting up again in uh, in Manchester. Yeah. Uh, we should have signs on us that says, like, scream at us. To see what the other one does. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Um, So, no, that was good. I would give it eight and a half out of ten. Really? Yeah. Of uh, all our times, I think it is a good one. It's a good one. Sure. But I'd say it's a seven out seven point five out of ten. You know what was missing? Marica. True. And narcotics. Yeah. I'm not bringing my GameCube to Manchester. <laughs> I'm sure. I refuse to. Yeah. I'm not packing that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that thing. Like I don't even know. I know it's in the attic, but I couldn't like point at it. Hmm. Eight minutes, but I'm sure we've got plenty of games to play. Talking about games to play, I bought a PS5 like the day after. Because they don't like it. Because shit's in the gigs. It cost me a fucking lot. It cost me six hundred pounds, which is quite a lot. But (laughs) (laughs) but there are no other subjects available. But I just felt well. I want to. Yeah, it's cool. Pretty nice. But it's fucking big. Like look at it. Yeah, they're like house brick size. Yeah, I'm gonna. Ben has left the recording to go and get Uh, PS5. La la la. Here we are. Jeez, it's massive. It is pretty big, yeah. Is it like 360 toy. size or is it bigger? No, it's bigger than 360. It's probably like... Oh, Jesus. Is it loud? It's, no, it's, it's really quiet. Oh, good. I'm not going to get one. Yeah, I am. But there's a bunch of free shit. I mean, the best thing about it so far has been like the PlayStation Plus catalog is, is a lot bigger on PS5. And there's just like 12 games on it and I only bought one of them. Oh, sweet. How it's many fun. games are on there that you couldn't play on a PS4? Uh, probably like 20. That's not £600 worth of content. It's not. It's not. <laughs> but in, in, no, it's not. I agree. But in time, there will be. There will be other shit. Like what? Mm-hmm. What's, what's coming up? Let's give us some gaming news. Um, what's coming what's up? Coming up? I'm looking forward to at some point in the near future playing The Quarry. That looks fun. I like a spooky time. Oh uh, yeah, Quarry was fun. I think I think it's really out though. Well, it oh, might cool. be. Then I might buy it. Yeah. Uh, we've got New have got a War coming out in like November, which would be good. God of War One is like my favorite, one of my favorite games. Uh, we got this, this Stray, a cat, a game about being a cat in a cyberpunk scene. Why the fuck not? In actual cyberpunk. No, like it's a game called Stray about being a cat. In a cyberpunk scene. Oh, I thought you meant like the sequel to cyberpunk is you are now a cat. You're now just a cat, yeah. Why not? But there might be less glitches. Um, yeah, there is um, what other shit is there? There's Spider-Man Two. There's. Oh great. Yeah, which would be dope. Uh, what the fuck else is there? I'm, I'm missing. Oh, there's Wolverine. Got a Wolverine game out. It's gonna be exclusive on PS5. There's Hogwarts Legacy, which we kind of reacted to at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Bully too. 
Bully to <laughs> Magic Bully Boy. That's great. So what we're saying is this year coming up, the most original idea is you can be a cat. Yeah. And the rest is just like sequels. Rehashes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Look forward to being. I know the quarry. I don't know if that's a. That might be a remake for all I know. Maybe yeah. <laughs> remake of oh, eight. Cool. Look forward to that. Can't wait. There's a new Mario Kart at some point next year. Yeah, talk about that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's the is good though. I like the controller's pretty sweet. It's nice when uh, I've been shooting chip. I've been playing played Fortnite on it, and the oh, Fortnite looks really beautiful. <laughs> my nephew wanted to play it. Another way to play Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like I was playing it and I was like, shit, I feel like super in control of the guns. When you shoot guns, the um triggers probably vibrate in like a very distinct way. Like and and like as like the recoil stops and they're like, oh this is kinda cool. But that 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 is kind of the the biggest difference it feels like. It's like, oh, it's just we get more vibrations on the controller. It's, <laughs> it's kind of pretty, yeah? It's a bit of the graphics. It's got to spend like 60 quid on a sex toy instead. That would probably be a better investment. Imagine a 600 pounds toy. What, what, what a wonderful thing that would be. I don't know if it would, because inevitably you reach a point where all it's got on it is like diamonds or something. That's true. Oh, I'll just cut yourself up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like 600 pounds sex toy, I think you've reached, you've gone too far. I think that's you're too close to the sun at that point. Too special, yeah. Yeah, because it would be like weird vibration that would, the engines made by like BMW or something. <laughs> oh no, the only I oh, know we're forgetting about our nemesis. We forgot about them. It's, it's six hundred pound sex toy. That's just goop. Oh, uh, that is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot about goop. We left them in like. It would smell months. like semen already. Sounds like Gwyneth Paltrow's farts or something. <laughs> Good old Paltrow. Um, so yeah, so not a lot of gaming news unfortunately, unless big fans of being a cat um looks forward, people are. Looks forward it, to that. Uh, it's a whole market yeah an untapped market in the gaming industry whatever news we got going up bear in mind I've, I've not finished stranger things so no spoilers on that have you finished uh, miss marvel i've not even started miss marvel really yeah okay oh, i miss marvel a lot uh i'm gonna, I'm gonna i don't know if you should say this or not but i uh, it's spoiler free i'm just gonna talk a little bit about the show all right so, it is the best Disney Plus show to date, in my opinion. Was consistently very good. It had great characters and heart, and I really liked the writing throughout. Uh, they kept things relatively low-key about the show. Like, it's not, it's nowhere near like, oh, this is a world-ending thing, or blah, blah, blah. It's just like, kind of a show just about a, a girl <laughs> discovering her, like, lineage and having, finding, like, responsibilities. Very, very, very low-key, for the most part. Um... The one thing I didn't like about it was the villain kind of thing. Or, or one aspect of the villain, it didn't feel as satisfying as it could, because like oh, kind of they kind of felt a little bit pushed to the side at one point, which I won't say who what the villain is because it's kind of a spoiler. But it yeah, it didn't it didn't didn't feel it felt it felt like they should spend a little bit more time than as like a resolution. But it is. I think the the main star I can't remember her name, but she's really, really she's very very charming. She's very good in the show. It's very it's it was just the most consistently good Marvel show that's been made so far. Like this is like Disney Marvel. I would I love I think I preferred say Daredevil back in the day when it was Netflix Marvel shows. But this is yeah this is the best one of the new Disney Plus shows. I think this Marvel is for sure the best. Yeah, check it out. I won't. Do it. 
love it. You want to um, prove me wrong. You want to say you hate it and then you fall in love with it. No, I don't want to do that. That's not my angle. My angle is just that uh, I don't want to. I, I probably just won't watch it. It's too much. It's too much candy. Like that's what the MC. So I'm gonna go see four tomorrow. So oh, I'm really? looking forward to that. Yeah. So I will see four Love and Thunder. Um, I've not watched Miss Marvel. What was the one before that? Moon Knight. I did watch that. Yeah. And I did a review series on um. Crap! I forgot the channel's name. <laughs> on a different channel, you can find <laughs> Cult Connections. I was on that, uh, so I did do a Moon Knight review of that. Go check that out. That was a lot of fun. Um, I don't. I didn't finish What If. No, never done. I don't think anyone finished What If. I don't remember if I watched any of the other ones. I will watch She-Hulk because that looks great. She looks good fun. Yeah, yeah. But I think Miss Marvel. I, I don't want to watch a series about a character that like the part of the charm of the Marvel is, is they're like either unknown completely or you, it's a character you know a lot about and it's like oh cool it'll be cool seeing them do that but Miss Marvel falls into a category it's like yeah I, I played as her for like 10 minutes in a video game I don't care you're <laughs> 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 a different take I guess in, in a way yeah alright okay I'd recommend what I'd give it a go if you're bored one day but it's yeah it's really it's a special show they feel, they feel, and there's so much heart to it it's very 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 charming show so i think yeah but it's by far the mm, it's, it's the best marvel show for sure oh, I, I look forward to watching it one day do it one day i won't <laughs> skip up next so time you, next thing. time you lose a bet against me next time you lose a magic uh sorry a Yu-Gi-Oh duel against me all right we'll do that next game. weekend if, yeah. if i win um you have to uh, it'll, it'll be something boring. It'd just be like down like a whole bottle or something. But if you win, I will watch Miss Marvel within nice. the next five months. Beautiful. <laughs> of the day of the duel, not today. Give me another <laughs> week. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's that's Marvel Disney update. I don't know if there is any other news. Uh, one thing I wanted to say was there's a new. Uh, Netflix Resident Evil show that actually has really good reviews, which surprised the hell out of me. I was like, Resident Evil was getting like nine out of ten. Like, what? What is this? Because um, I love Resident Evil. It's been uh, like one of my favorite games, Resident Evil Four for sure. And I played basically all of them except like Resident Evil Six, which apparently was terrible. Um, but it's yeah, this new show is actually making me really, really good. And I'm like, what the fuck? Resident Evil, a show about it is that good. Like, Resident was great, but the story was never that great. It was always cheesy, bollocky zombies or supernatural shit. So, apparently, they made like an amazing show out of Resident Evil. So, kudos to those people. Well done, Resident Evil people. Yeah. I will watch that. I'll watch that as well. Yeah. When's it out? No idea. Soon, probably. (laughs) I'll I'll look forward to that. That's going to be the best show, the best show of all time. Mm. You heard it here first. All the Emmys. All the Emmys, yeah. Like, people care about Emmys. Did you see that? Was it the Golden Globes or something where, like, a load of the voice actors from What If got nominated? Oh, really? And I looked at that. I was like, what the fuck? I know Chad Chad didn't even do anything. I know Chadwick Boseman got, like, post-homously. Is it? Is that who said post-homously? Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, elected or whatever. It's like, all right, yeah, who's good in that? But, you know. It's, yeah, if, if a lot of them did, I they were good, sure, they were good voice acting, but it wasn't like anything amazing, in my opinion. 
Yeah, it was just voice acting. Just voice acting. Yeah. Yeah. Easier version of acting. There's better things out there, probably. Well, yeah, I guess maybe they'll. I guess I've, I don't think I've ever watched the Emmys, so I don't even know. I know they're about TV, but that's like the extent of my knowledge of the Emmys. Oh. Well, maybe we'll watch it this year. Do it. Why not? We'll unite and watch, watch the Emmys. That would be great. Look forward to that. Look forward to that whenever the Emmys are on in 2025. Oh. Anyway, speaking of death, uh, <laughs> on to the topic of this week's show. We're going to talk about like satisfying villain deaths. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of them out there. A lot, some of the some of the classics will, will spring to mind immediately, like Hans Gruber falling off the top of Nagatomi Plaza in Die Hard. That's probably my go-to. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think good. that's pretty cool. That's pretty. Yeah. Just so, about like, but first, what makes like a satisfying villain death for you? I think you need to hate the villain. Uh, you need to actually have some like, oh, I fucking hate this guy. Like, it's something. I think like if you if you do you know the boys the TV show boys yes yes I think Homelander is a really really fantastic villain because he's so hateable in a way he's entertainingly hateable you like love to hate him and I think whenever I have no idea how many seasons the boys is gonna go for but I presume that in the last episode really Homelander is gonna die um so and I reckon that's gonna be satisfying because it's it's a character we've kind of. It needs to come to. It needs the character needs to have an arc, and then realize perhaps the error of their ways before, right as they die. Something needs to come back to bite them in some way. Like they need to just do something wrong, maybe early on in the story, and then at the end, the thing that they did wrong that they completely ignored was the thing that was their final comeuppance. I think there's. The character needs to learn something by dying, but it's too late. You're dead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they just seem to be like a real smug piece of shit the entire time. Yeah. And having like be stomping all over people, but you know, it's not. It's, it's not going to happen. This is not going to happen for them. And then they just get killed by usually like an underdog. Yeah, an underdog player, like some. Like it's like it's like if a Jewish person killed Hitler. You know, that'd be that'd be. <laughs> you know. You can't. That's why one of my cho- my choices was Hitler in the Glorious Bastards. Yeah, I mean, of course, I think I've mentioned it before. One of the biggest like twats in the planet is like being taken out by someone they call the Bear Jew. It's like, all right, that's that's how you do it, Quentin. Well done. That was pretty good. Mm. Bear Jew was was great. Being just mowed the fuck down. I'm gonna start off with um with my favorite movie. Mm. Uh, which everyone knows The Crow and I'm going to talk about the ty- uh, Top Dollar the main bad guy in The Crow top fell dollar. off a church onto a big pointy thing <laughs> a big pointy not a crotch spire or something ah okay something, and he's sort of blah ah, that, that's a that's a good way to die. that's yeah that's a good way to die I mean it, I imagine it would hurt but only for a second but and like, like a it's... real piece of shit so like when he like uh they they broke into like, Eric Draven's house when he was he was alive, and they just like attacked him, and mm. then like raped and uh, his girlfriend and stuff, and then killed her. And then uh, Eric gets like come to life because of the magic of the crow. And then he, the top dollar is like in charge of this criminal gang, uh, the Devil's Night, and gang of bad boys. Yeah, gang of bad boys and bad ladies. Bad ladies. Yeah. And bad ladies. 
and then they die after having a little sword fight on top of the roof. Nice. Top dollar goes down. But it was really satisfying because he was a piece of shit and he was like trying to run the town and the city was never going to be free until he was no gone. Run he was like, selling heroin as well, I think. Uh, he was a bad guy. He's a bad guy, but he got what he deserves. He's he's on a chair, church spire somewhere in Jersey and he's still there today. Yeah, they just left his body to rot. Um, although it's probably just a skeleton now because it's been like 30 years. Yeah, so, it's, it's a skeleton still there, hopefully. Unless like dogs have just had it, their way with it. <laughs> dogs just climb on top of a room. <laughs> I reckon some dogs would do that. I reckon some could, but like a lot would die. But there's also just corpses of dogs just lying around the church. You try to dive on top of the roof. That'd be really funny. <laughs> It's just skeletons everywhere and you can't tell. Because imagine if you dug up, like, say it's 200 years go past and you're in the middle of a field. You're like, shit, there's something here. And you dug it up and it was a human skeleton. And then there were just thousands of only dog bones around (laughs) it. What would you presume happened? I presumed either the person loved dogs. The person just loved dogs and he wanted, and he took, he he put the cyanide pills in all the dog, his dog's food. He had a farm of like 80 dogs. And he's like, oh, I'm going to die of all my dogs. I'm going to die of lucky one and to the lucky 80. Or the person died like three weeks before and the dogs just tried to get at his bones and tried to eat his meat because, you know, that would happen. Uh, that, that's going to come up later. Um, and yeah, I reckon either they, they tried to munch the fuck out of him or he poisoned, he did a Hitler as well. Hitler apparently famously Poisoned his own dog, right? We can't make this whole episode about Hitler. Episodes of him about worse people, maybe. <laughs> do you know what I would do? I would remove all the dog bones except for skull. Mm. And then I would remove the human skull and put the dog skull on top of where on top of like where our heads are. And then yeah. I would rebury yeah. them. Knowing that in like two hundred years when someone else digs them up. People like, fuck, dogs used to have human bodies. <laughs> there was a dog man. There were wolves <laughs> are real. Sasquatch. Oh, werewolves. werewolves. <gasps> Quick reminder for everyone, breaking news. Breaking news, all the Underworld movies are on Netflix now. Oh, right. Just thought I'd let everyone know. I weirdly like the Underworld movies. Yep, I watched like, number one last night. Number two was like the first time I realised I was like into women. Pretty sure. Because <laughs> there was a moment in like number two. I can't remember what number two is called. Like Underworld, like Awakening, where the it's just Underworld two, is it? Yeah. Um, the what? Who's the, who plays that? Like, Selena? Is it Selena? Um. Kate, Kate, Kate. Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. They there's like a sex scene in, in Underworld two, and I remember watching it. with like like my sister was like trying to cover my eyes, and I was like, don't, <laughs> she was like, don't, I want, I want to see it. <laughs> like, I want to see the movies. Underworld <laughs> Evolution. Underworld Evolution, that was the one. That was the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember that scene well, that film well. That's the only time, but I really remember Underworld. And then there was a we- there was a very average PlayStation Two game of Underworld that was kind of fun. You could play as like Selena, but it's really hard. What was really hard, the game or you? Both. Those pixels. Those, those, those sexy pixels. Pixels, pixels hey, the size you... of your thumb. So you can't <laughs> make out anything. <laughs> no, so I thought I'd just make everyone aware of that. But yeah, Top Dollar, when he died in the crow, that's what we were talking about. 
Oh yeah. Uh, pretty pretty bad guy, and he got what he deserved, and Eric got his revenge, and I was like, yes, this is yes, Eric. What happened to Eric afterwards? Did he just float away? Uh, he like went back in the ground. He was talking to the, to the whoever played the little girl character, whose name I can't remember now. Yeah. Oh. And they were just like, oh, now I have to go because my soul is at rest, and so is my dead girlfriend's. Nice. And they just got consumed by the ground. Okay, go nap now. And then they never made a proper sequel because he died on set. He did. And then they uh, tried to. Like, they 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 made like four bad crow sequels, which I've never seen. Have you ever seen a crow sequel? Yeah, I watched City of Angels. It's fucking terrible. We should watch like Crow Four one time as like a watch along. I don't think there is a Crow Four. They were gonna remake it, and then they cast Johnny Depp for like, because of course they did. This is like mm. ten years ago. And yeah. Then they, they dropped it and I don't know where it is now. They, like, cast, they, people. they cast at least like five or six people as Eric Draven. Yeah. yeah. And then it just never really took off. But well, maybe. I don't think why it would. It's not really, it's not a big enough property to bring back. It's not. Yeah, it's a really like random film. Like, yeah, yeah. You never know. They should do it and they should cast, um, they should really piss everyone off and cast uh, a woman as Eric. They should cast Amber Heard as Eric. <laughs> Jesus, that movie would really shit the bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about shitting in the bed. Uh, we have one. Which one? So, if you, uh, I reckon what we're gonna do. <laughs> one, uh, one death that was really good because it's very comical. It's one, it was a really good moment because it was two deaths really. We had yeah, glorious bastards. Shit. Princess Tarantino thing. Yes, I'm doing. Uh, Doctor, what is it? Candy, Candy Crusade. Calvin Candy, that was it. Calvin Candy and Glorious Bastards. Doctor Schultz, who's played by the great. Um... That wasn't in Glorious Bastards. No, sorry. That's Django. Django, uh, Django. Um, yeah, Doctor Schultz, by played by uh, that dude. Christoph Waltz. That's not. Uh, basically, he sees uh, Candy's who's. Really played by Leonardo DiCaprio. This is, I love the scene when he gets uh, the bloody hand. He's like, yeah, because uh, that actually happened, and that's cool. <laughs> he sees Candy's like blatant racism of, of of the obviously black people and the slaves, and then he delivers basically like a deadly handshake when he shakes his hand and blows him away and says, "Couldn't resist, couldn't resist killing him. Hated him so much." What a fucking piece of shit that guy was. Could have resisted killing him. And then he gets gunned down in a second. But it was worth it. So I want to listen to like, well, killing that guy was worth me dying. I liked that moment. So great scene. Just a really, really great film with like an amazing cast. So, and Leonardo DiCaprio was the same way we were talking about like Homelander. His character was also so, so obviously just a piece of shit. But he was so well played that you couldn't like take your eyes off him. So I think, yeah, it was very, very obvious. And he's not only in a film, but he's only in a film for, what, like 15 minutes, maybe? Like Ca- uh, Calvin Candy. Yeah. But he was very obviously, I mean, he's a slave trader, but <laughs> he's very obviously just an absolute cunt. So you're like, all right, this guy's gone. It was the best. It was pretty good. And yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio did a good job. And it was really, it was always really creepy when they had, he had, like, his slave people, like, walk up to him and they'd be like, Mr. Candy. Yeah, and it was weird, and it was a great, it was a great movie. It is. I haven't seen it in a minute. Great movie. No, I haven't seen it for ages because it's so long. 
It's yeah. like three hours. All Quentin Tarantino films are fucking long. Yeah, too long, if you ask me. But no, that, that was a good, that was a very satisfying death. Watching the bad guy gets up and it was just worth doing. So you say the other guy then died immediately. Yeah, like I, was was, I, out of I wish I, I wish I could do the same thing with someone else. Who did you go to? Uh, either you or Boris Johnson. Yeah, Boris ain't that bad. Either I do it to. The guy that ha- the president of the Philippines who really hates drugs, he just kills a bunch. Who's fucking Kim Jong Un? There you go. That'd or James Franco. James Franco. <laughs> James Franco. I don't think you'd get anywhere with James Franco. I don't think anyone would gun you down for King Jong Un way. They would. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no one would gun you down if you shot me. I don't know. Maybe. I, can well, I wouldn't tell you if they would. <laughs> You'd like pull the gun out. You do the secret gun thing, like uh, Christopher Waltz, and then a sniper from like 500 meters away would just pop you straight in the head. But mine was like a really elaborate joke when I'm like shooting you a paintball, and he's like, "That's he doing it? He's fucking doing it!" And then you're gone. You're, and then you're... you just you just have a paintball on your shirt and a dead body. Very <laughs> <laughs> very good. Speaking of a satisfying death, I'm gonna go for quite. An unusual one, a weird one, but I'm going to go for Tommy Lee Jones. Not Tommy Lee Jones. Um, he played the guy in Born Ultimatum. Whoever the yeah. bad guy was in that. Was it, was it uh, Edward Norton? No. He's like an old guy, but I can't remember the character's name. But basically, Born like, uncovers uh, Treadstone and Blackbriar and everything like that. And then the guy who's in charge of it, um, Born, finds him uh, in his hotel room along, alone, like tricks him to do that. Um, you think Bourne's going to kill him, Matt Damon, but he doesn't. He just leaves him with a gun with one bullet in it, walks oh, away, yeah. and then the the lady from the Bourne, the lady from the Bourne Ultimatum, like walks in the room and just watches him like shoot himself in the head uh, because he knows it's over because he's going to lose his career and like his job. He's going to be seen as a traitor. And uh, yeah, it was a good. It's very satisfying. That, yeah, I imagine that is a good fact. Like, oh, you, you do it yourself. You're yeah. Well, he, he went too far. He, like kidnapped Jason Bournes, like took his took his real name and his real life from him yeah. to be part of this program. And at the end, it all fell to shit. Trying to find who the character is called. Is it? Uh, I hope it's the Bourne Ultimatum and not the Bourne Supremacy. It's one of them. Big fans will know what I'm talking about. No, is it this dude? Yeah, that's him. That's him. Yeah. I'm like Noah something. Yeah. Noah, Noah Son. Right. Noah, cool guy. Know a cool guy that kills himself. Yeah, yeah. So then he shoots himself in the head because his career's gone. He's gonna be seen as a traitor. He's even there at the end. Like he looks at the woman and he's like, "I'm a patriot or something." Like I did it for America. America. And he blows his brain out. Hmm. Talking about um, being a victim of your own ambition. I have two from Game of Thrones. A lot of deaths in Game of Thrones. Not many, many, many deaths. That's what kind of made the show famous. Of main characters dying, a lot of pieces of shit dying. Who do you reckon? What do you reckon is a, a satisfying death in Game of Thrones? He asked me that. I know. I know of two. Mm. Uh, the guy that Jason Momoa poured like hot gold on. Oh, that is a good one. Yeah, a king needs a crown. And when everyone just got fucked up at the red wedding. I think the red wedding is the last episode I watched as well. Really? I think so. So, or I could just name anyone because they probably did die. Did Jon Snow die? He did, but he came back to life. Of course he fucking did. <laughs> <laughs> Piece of shit. Um, 
when Daenerys like got that baby dragon and she was going to teach it to fly and she was like you're ready baby dragon you're ready to fly and she threw off a cliff thinking it would fly but then it just fell to its death true, true. Yeah, that was pretty good that's in like four scenes like, Daenerys come yeah, on yeah there was that weird episode it was full, like an hour and 15 of her throwing baby dragons that's off a cliff <laughs> thinking they were ready to fly um, no I don't know uh, Joffrey Joffrey's good but one of the ones I was thinking of Ramsay Bolton which you might he might, he might Sounds like him. a far-right activist of the UK. <laughs> Ramsey Bolton played by the great, played by the guy who plays Simon in Misfits. I can't remember what the his name is, but Ramsey Bolton, if for fans who know it, who was a, I just searched on IMDb. I was about Ramsey to say, for those, for those listening, Ben has just picked up his phone to Google <laughs> Ramsey Bolton. <it's. laughs> well, if you know, you know. The guy who is played fucking brilliantly. How's he that? He's such a piece of shit. Like, he's such an absolute cunt. He literally enjoys, like, torturing people. And he enjoys uh, feeding people to his dogs, right? And there is an amazing battle. Probably the, the best battle in Game of Thrones. One called the Battle of the Bastards. And it's, uh, it's one of the greatest episodes of television that's ever been created. And it's uh, basically, um, Ramsey's a character who's a bastard as well, who is the bastard of Stannis Baratheon, and, or Stannis Bolton, or whatever. And he, um, yeah, and he's always been, like, kind of abused by his father. And whereas Jon Snow is the other bastard, who obviously thinks he was, he, his father was Ned Stark, turns out his father was um, Rhaegar Targaryen, anyway. Um, spoilers for Game of Thrones. <laughs> the, uh, it's been like <laughs> 10 years if, seen it by now. <laughs> if you care you've seen it already um, and they're just going to have an amazing amazing battle and the, the victor is Jon Snow and who uh, Ramsay is also killed, uh, throughout last like season before this battle has repeatedly raped uh, Sansa who is uh, Sansa Stark, who is uh, Jon Snow's like sort of sister. And uh, yeah, so Ramsay keeps feeding people to uh, these dogs. And so what they do, they put him in a prison. And he's for like a week. They put him in prison for a week. And then after, they keep interrogating for like information. And then after like a week, these dogs, that, these three dogs that have always been so loyal to him, they've starved him for like a, a couple of weeks. And they've just, they just... They literally just let him in the cage and I'm like, and Sansa says something like, uh, goodbye, Ramsey, you cannot affect me anymore or something like that. And they turn away and you just hear like the the gnawing of dogs and these like screams coming from the, the cell. And it's like, that is exactly what that character deserves. Like, it was so perfect. Dude, from, from all the deaths that I've ever seen in any, any show, I think this might be your favourite because it was like, it felt exactly right because he... He was a character that wouldn't, if he never did anything bad to anybody, if he, it was so, it was his, he caused this by himself by being too ambitious and wanting to torture and invade and destroy other other people and places. It was a, it was a reflection of what he deserved. And it, he, and it's kind of horrifying. <laughs> like, it is like, oh God, that is, because they linger on it. Like, they, that's how the episode ends. And through a little bit of the credits, you can like hear him being eaten still. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. Good, good. I've got, I've got two. Mm. I've got two. That ones that are really similar to that, but it was like it's one of that for kids. They'll remember in the cinema. 
It's when like Lord Farquaad died in Shrek. <laughs> oh yeah. And no one spoke about it because it's like an animated film. But that dude got eaten by a dragon. He did. Um, he just got like gobbled up by a dragon. Uh, so voiced by the excellent John Lithgow. Mm. And then yeah, dude got eaten by a dragon so that two monsters could get married. Bloody yeah. monsters. So that was good. And my more intellectual one is uh is Charles Augustus, who was the guy in Sherlock who had like the mind palace and knew all like government secrets and stuff. And oh, they spent like a whole couple of episodes trying to find this guy and where he was getting all this information from. And it turned out that he just had like a tiny room that he would just go and sit in and would just recall things he'd seen. Cause he had like a proper photographic memory. Yeah. And then when Sherlock realizes that he doesn't have like files and files on people or know all this stuff. And he was quite high up. He was like own newspapers and stuff. He was kind of like Rupert Murdoch. If Rupert Murdoch was a Sherlock character, like yeah. his friends were the right people and he had power to like backstab people and he was good. He could bring down like the empire or whatever. Um, so when they walk out of the room and the Sherlock realizes that he's actually lost because there's nothing for him to do, he just turns around and shoots the guy. Oh, yeah. Like in the head as the police are like descending on this on um, Charles's house. He's basically going to turn out to be like a terrorist. And that's yeah. when Sherlock gets arrested. And it's quite funny because then he like flies off. Um, but that's when like whatever Moriarty was going to do came back. So they just turned the plane around and he had to come back. It's quite yeah. a funny scene. Because he gets off the plane, they're like, Sherlock, you need to go into exile. And he gets off the plane, and his brother's just like, I hope you enjoyed exile. <laughs> we need tears for like 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. That's quite impactful, because it was like, Sherlock was lost. Mm. Really? Like, he, he, he got played massively. Yeah. Um, and by a guy who was technically a bit smarter than him, so it's like driving Sherlock. Sherlock's obviously like a neurotic. Yeah. Really weird character. He like realizes he was powerless against this guy, so he did shoot him. It's like, oh, shit. Sherlock's got like a breaking point. Yeah, you know, do the, the most barbaric thing. When yeah, it's not a thing you would thought that character but, would yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this isn't Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock. This is Benedict Cumberland Sherlock, where he you never fight. Oh, yeah, this is good Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> not not crap Sherlock. Yeah, the first movie was alright. I remember the second one being, like, incredibly disappointing. That someone's kind of cool. You know, got some shit going on. <laughs> shit in every direction <laughs> it, it was cool it was cool bring us home ben what's your last one i think my last one i started with nazis i'm gonna end with nazis so we've got none other than the amazing kevin bacon and what film did he play a nazi uh, all right sleepers <laughs> no and <laughs> <laughs> uh, he i didn't actually remember this until i was like doing a little bit of research on the pod he played the main villain in my favourite X-Men film, which is X-Men First Class. He played... The, oh, his, shit, he did, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, he played Sebastian Shaw, who was a uh, a guy... He was a, a Nazi sympathiser, essentially. He was a... He, he, well, actually, he was a Nazi. He, he, he um, controlled a concentration camp. He was a leader of... A, and, but he was also on the look for students. Right? Oh, I'm sorry, or mutants. Um, another reason why you should watch Miss Marvel... Uh, and, uh, no, mutants are. Yeah, and can't wait. They're also dressed in Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, anyway, anyway, he, um, yeah, he he's also a little look, look out for mutants, so people with powers, right? And he dares in the very beginning of the film. It was like a flashback to 
uh, Eric uh, Magneto's origins, right? When he was like 11 years old, he wanted, he was told to move a coin. And if you can't move the coin, your mother dies. And he doesn't, the Sebastian Shaw doesn't even give him like a second chance. As soon it goes by like five seconds and he just shoots uh, Magneto's mum. And he goes later, 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 right? Uh, where Magneto has killed many, many of the people who controlled the Nazi concentration camps. So the main Nazis involved, the guards, his mission has been just to like kill them throughout. And it finally gets to Sebastian Shaw when uh, James, also, oh, it's an X-Men film. There's been Professor X and a bunch of X-Men in it during throughout, who played by greatly by James McAvoy. And uh, James McAvoy, uh, the, the main villain, is the Hellfire Club being controlled by Sebastian Saw. Sure, so he's kind of controlling both groups. And then they've stopped him. They're, there's no reason to fight him anymore because Professor X has taken over his mind. And Eric Magneto just has a coin in his hand. He looks at him as like the man who destroyed, looks at the man who destroyed his life. The man who has so much hate. The man has, that has caused him so much pain. And he just very slowly levitates the coin that would if he if he could do this years ago would have saved his mother's life he just drags it through his brain and in a really like really like not even quickly it takes like a minute for him to go out and like by design because he wants him to feel everything and it's it's very painful and, and you can see the emotion on his face and the terror on his face until finally the lights go out and it is it's just it's hugely satisfying because it's like no one feels any sympathy for Sebastian Shaw, sure, because he's a fucking fucking Nazi. I know he does sound he has the same name as fucking the guy who plays the Winter Soldier, but we're talking about this someone else. Um, <laughs> no one feels as sympathy as this guy. Well, Sebastian Stan. Sure, that's it. Sebastian Stan. <laughs> there you go, Sebastian Stan. Sorry. You're thinking of Hobson Shaw. Ah, uh, probably. Uh, <laughs> um, so no one has any sympathy for this guy. Not, so no one gives a shit. And it's just it's it's a beautiful way for a piece of shit to die. But it's also just the birth of a villain. The birth Why didn't he move the uh, coin to save his mum? He couldn't. Like he, he had to move his mind, right? And he, his mutant powers have only just like woken up. Uh, so what made them think he could move the coin? Because uh, he moved, I think, in a grey in some stress. He moved some like barbed wire. He was reaching uh, his mum and he moved some barbed wire. And then he, yeah. He couldn't move a coin to save his mum's life. Yeah. Fucking pussy. Fucking pussy. Yeah. What a week. I feel sympathy for okay. Sebastian Stan, no? <laughs> You're not a Nazi, Sebastian Stan. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> You're fine. Keep playing Tommy Lee or whatever his name is. <laughs> Keep doing your shit. Yeah, you're doing, you're doing great, man. Can't wait to see you back in whatever you're going to be in. The Winter Soldier. No, 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 I'll be Captain America. Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Nice. Well, there you go, guys. Let us know what the most satisfying villain death you can think of is. We didn't think of any any women, so maybe it's not satisfying watching a woman die. I mean, I mean, there's there's something to be said about it. I've never. (laughs) This sounds horrible. I've never been been satisfied watching a woman die. (laughs) You know what I mean? Real life, right now. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I guess there's someone in me who was like, oh, I don't want to see women die. I think that's like a cultural thing, right? Um, I don't know. When Hela got... Well, we didn't actually watch her die. When she had to fight yeah, that giant sure. devil thing. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, that wasn't the the worst thing in the world. 
The Wicked Witch of the West. She melted. Yeah, that was all right. Yeah, yeah. she melted. That was pretty cool. Um, I don't know. Whatever. Bellis, Bellatrix Lestrange. Oh, that's she a good died. one. That's a good one. That's a nice one. When Old Thatcher died, that's probably pretty good as well. <laughs> we'll <enjoy that. laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. But anyway, guys, let's know what the most satisfying death you can think of is at Rogue underscore opinion. You can find me at Nathan Greenway. Ben, where can people find you? At Ben underscore EBRT on Twitter and 2100 on Instagram. Oh, nice. Well, we'll be back next week, guys. Uh, we will speak to you then. Bye now. Bye. Bye.